Do Our Opinions Matter uses explicit language and contains mature content. So, you know, be aware. and welcome to this episode of Do Our Opinions Matter, a review podcast that takes three people utterly unqualified to review anything and makes them review everything. I'm novice review expert, Tanner Massey. I'm the Beat Saber Master, Ben White. I'm bare-ass naked, Will Rawls. <laughs> I am not picturing that, but you know what? You do you today because we are recording this on July 4th, aka American Freedom Day. That's what I'm saying. I'm free to do whatever I want. If I want to be naked while I'm recording a podcast in the middle of my floor, I'll do it. <laughs> I mean, f- free the balls. I need to might need to wash that floor. Free the balls. Is that kind of like the free the titties? Movie? I was actually not... about to say that too. Free the was it free the tatas. What, what what was it called? It's 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 just free the breasticles. It doesn't matter. Uh the the big deal here is is that <laughs> I I don't think it's a direct comparison because one is genitalia and the other one's just Chest fat. Free, free the breast of testicles. Good. You just added a second like, syllable. No, no, I just included guys and yeah. Uh-huh. I think yeah. it's fair. You, do you? I, we, we've been preaching equality for the longest time. Ever since America became we free know. on July the 4th, oh. 1776, Ooh. we started preaching equality. You, know, you like how that was a, uh, a correct date, right? <laughs> yes, because that's a real hard one to know. I totally did not look that up. America. <laughs> All right. America. I like, uh, can I say America instead? America. Fuck yeah. Okay. Welcome to America. Uh, so what our safe word is, if you don't know, is the word that we shout out when we are not on topic or making jokes that aren't funny. It'll get us moving along and back onto what we're discussing. So you're welcome. Happy America. Knock, knock. Who's there? America. All right, let's go. Mer- I mean, that's kind of what who? we did. I mean, what? what? <laughs> I, was, well, I, I expected somebody to see y'all. Anyways, go ahead. Okay. Fantastic. Well, uh, contrary to what this week or this day represents for us and whatever day on this week that you listen to might not be July 4th because it won't be. It's coming out tomorrow on July 5th. So we figured we're not going to cover American freedom for the most part. What we are going to cover is E3, which happened a bit of time ago. So it's not the most topical thing, but hey... Neither are we. After you just introduced it like that, I feel bad that we're not doing a July 4th episode. I kind of do as well. (laughs) Don't worry, guys. I have you covered. My content is all-encompassing because I am just that great of a person. There are red things at E3. There are red things. It's actually part of their logo, red and yellow, but so. And also those colors are on many other flags as well, France. Plus in... July 4th, 1776. <laughs> America happened. Yeah, America happened. <laughs> All right. Well, I think this is a great time to move on to this week's topic. Electronics Entertainment Expo. In America. E3. That's where it does happen. The topic. E3. We are... Ready to talk about it, guys. What did uh, <laughs> I, I want to start off. Challenge everything. Let, let's actually let's actually E three. It's in off. the game. Are we just shouting out game shit E3. after E three? Maybe we Welcome should give our America. credentials as to why we should be able to talk about E three pretty well. Goddamn I, none. No, no. My credentials are I've played mm-hmm. a 
shit ton of video games uh, forever. I don't think that gives you actual uh, credentials nope. because a lot of people have played a shit ton of video games forever. I don't know if you know this, Tanner, but in July 4th, 1776, uh, America was formed, and I have the freedom to give my opinions, even though... On July 4th, 1776, the first E3 was held. Uh, Christopher Columbus was the headliner. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You know what? You know what the first game was showcased at E3? Cowboys and Indians. That's racist. <laughs> America. It's not racist if it's history. Wait, no, that's not how that I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that is not a qualifier. Target trail. That's where I was going. Okay. That's our, where our, our qualifications for why we can discuss E3 is because A, we want to, B, we play video games, and C, everything's available on the internet so we can act like we are actually experts on things, which is why I'm not a, an expert review expert. I am only a novice mm-hmm. review expert, so... And so don't forget about D. We have huge D's. Wow. What does that joke. have to do with anything? America. All right. So here's a cool fun fact America. for you guys. I was in San Diego when this was going on, which was way closer than you guys are. I thought about I thought about trying to scooch on up there, but it didn't make sense because I was there for work. It didn't, didn't happen. For so me. what you were saying is that you were just in proximity to E3, which doesn't yes. give us any fucking information. But it was super close to me. Uh, I could have gone. Could you banners. feel the presence? I yeah. could. There was lots of video game presence. The stench just wafted from out there. Yes. Uh, speaking of which, E3, if you want to sponsor us. Yeah, because they hand out sponsorships. Speaking of stench at E3, I've heard that the worst community and that people were complaining about it while they were out there is the Smash Brothers community as far as hygiene goes, which is a little disappointing. Is that a real? We, yeah, that's, damn, that's ben, a why real. Why did you find that for the news article? That would be hilarious to read. <laughs> yeah, my news article sucks for that. So in the news today, <laughs> no, guys, not, the stench invades E3 Smash Bros. I can't, I can't imagine. Like, I know I've been to well, communities and stuff. Everyone, personal hygiene is important. Please, here's your PSA for the episode. Shower uh, every, every two days, every other day. It's fine. Just do it more than, you know, once every other week because that's really bad and not healthy and people don't like you. You know, you know why like they, it, they smell bad though. Why? Yeah, why is that? Because they're legitimately super smash bros. No, that doesn't make any sense. What is the joke there? What is that joke? What is that fucking joke? Oh, no, yeah, what they're bros. They're bros. What's up, bro? You been out to smash? Yeah, bro. That would only make them <laughs> smell make like smash. Miller Lite, my man. Beer cans on their heads. Yeah, now they, now they're it, so super. America. America. No, no, hold on. Hold on. No. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's okay. I only murkered Ben, so go uh, ahead. I'm now picturing a Super Smash Brothers community that smells like cologne and like Tanner said Miller Lite just and hangs out with their bros on surfboards that's what I'm well picturing. they don't actually understand right. what Super Smash Brother is they saw it like some <laughs> somewhere and they're like oh Super Smash Bros <laughs> super I just want to say Super Smash Bros like that was a really, a really good joke there <laughs> <laughs> I'm so bad you're, you're so excited about that one all Smash right hey, hey can one of you tell me when E3 actually happened that would be a great thing. I just know kind the of date. Thing. Yeah. Okay. July, June. Uh, no, that's today's date. Seventeen seventy-six. Jesus. June, it was June the June the tenth or thirteenth. Yeah, fourteenth. I was in. Give us a couple days. It's three days worth of it. I knew I was in San Diego from the tenth to the fifteenth. That's when I was there. So for the uninitiated, E three is the expo that's been around. I think since the eighties. Uh, 
if not the early 90s, man, we should have really done some research on this. But what uh, what it initially started out as is wasn't just for video games. It was a place for a lot of um, uh, electronics companies to come and showcase what they were working on. Uh, it evolved to where there was a small section to start off with of uh, video game companies coming in and showing off their software and things like that. And that eventually was the largest draw uh, for the expo. So, uh, it, as it time went on, it evolved and basically that's what it is. Now it's used as a place to connect, uh, movies and video games and a lot of, uh, producers of things connect with each other to make tie-ins and discuss roles and all this kind of stuff. So it's, it really is at this point an entertainment industry, especially since video games, uh, have now top movies and TV and everything else as far as entertainment spending in the United States. And I, I love the fact that they allow some of these indie companies to come in there and showcase games. I mean, it has to be a really good indie game, but that, that really, that really uh, is awesome to me because you don't just see these same games being recycled over and over. It's not a, it's not an event for Call of Duty to show up uh, or, well. you know, <laughs> I mean, they do show up, don't get me wrong, but you got these indie games thrown in there that are just like super new concepts, super cool. Like there was a game called uh, My cousin pedro or something like that where you just run around it's like super hot in third person where you just uh there was uh, uh, well okay call of duty that is done by e3 correct Uh, i'm sorry uh, ea EA. uh Uh, e3 challenge everything e3 challenge everything uh regardless ea a lot of people don't like right now because of all the shit they're pulling with microtransactions and loot crates and bullshit. But the one thing they did do well at this year's E3, and they probably did it for the publicity, was they did an indie showcase. And these people uh, that brought their games there aren't necessarily rep- uh, represented as a production company by E3. Uh, EA, Jesus, these E's. Um, oh, but it's, it's, uh, actually, yeah. I just want to toss this out. Too it's much not- coffee. It's not. It's not EA. It's Activision that that publishes. EA. And they got um, a couple of different developers. Treyarch and Infinity Wars. Oh, you're like talking about Call of Duty. Games. Yeah, Call of Duty. Okay, you're you're back. You're back. Like a couple paragraphs. We're That's fine. cool. But I I just wanted to point mm-hmm. that out so that nobody got real mad at us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but what they do is they bring in these indie developers and they allow them to showcase their games, which is great. And it is something that EA needs because EA is not great. It's basically the bane of the gaming community. Um, but there was one game in particular that was really popular called Unravel 2, uh, which is a yarn-based platformer with uh, multiplayer and that's the the basis of the game is is straight up two-player multiplayer which is nice to see maybe some sort of resurgence of couch gaming and things like that because I think that's what we've been been missing I need to slow down too much coffee I think that's what we've been missing from gaming for a decent time couch gaming yeah ah new podcast couch co-ops yeah, there's they just oh, kind of fall that out. sounds like a great co-op series. Well, uh, it would be. If, I mean, a podcast uh, series. Let's couch this. Still, yeah. Let, oh, let's couch this because it's it's twofold. <laughs> um, and, and I I kind of agree with you, Tanner. There still are some really cool couch co-op games. Like, uh, have you ever seen the Jackbox series? Oh but, yeah, that I mean, is it's more fun. like party games though. It's nothing like. It's not not like it used to be. I don't know if you ever played this game, but there was a there was a game on Super Nintendo called uh, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in Time. Oh yeah, Turtles in Time. Dude, me and my brother used to rock that game. Really it was hard so game. much fun sitting there. I mean, it was hard. You get that, I'm thinking you get that camaraderie. But we, I was always Donatello. He was always like uh, 
Raphael or something. I would really see you more as a Michelangelo, to be honest. Is that because I only wear orange because go Clemson Tigers? I mean, no, not that reason alone, but that does speaking help. Of, speaking of which, Clemson Tigers, if you would like to sponsor us. So. Yeah. <laughs> Clemson Tigers. It's in the game. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure like, EA yeah. made an NCAA football game, so you're probably right. <laughs> America, America, America. All right. Well, is was there anything interesting? And I guess I'm going to field this to Ben first. Anything that you saw from E3 that you uh, really liked and, and like, would like to point out that doesn't include your news article or whatever you're doing? No. <laughs> good. Good conversation. You're a real <laughs> asset to this podcast. What about you, Will? Um, uh, yes, actually. I wanted to point out that Square Enix, uh, their entire presentation sucked a big old pile of wieners. Really? And I, I've always been – yeah. I've Aww. always been a Final Fantasy – uh, fan? dude, Final Fantasy fan. fan. Yeah, I, I like F three. I grew up on F seven and F nine. Those Ooh. two games. Go ahead and give me that I was, acronym. I was F nine, F ten. I was uh oh F ten. Yeah, gross. I was I was nine and ten, and then I tried F-B-F-F. to go back and F-F. some of the other ones. Man, yeah. And I played I played a couple of the the really early ones, but I, I've always enjoyed games like that. And uh, what was that? What was that really hard? Uh, have you ever played or heard of a game called Legend of the Dragoon? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I that loved one. it, dude. I love games like that. The only I time I ever game. got to play that was in like a Walmart, looking up at the screen, playing it there. That's my that was my introduction to like that game, and I never played it since. I think I had downloaded it for an emulator, and it was just too dated at this point. It's I, super I, dated. I tried to play it maybe ten years ago, and it was hard. Back when uh, Blockbuster was a thing, they had that game on the shelf. I got it and kept it for a long time. I don't think I ever gave it back. Uh, so <laughs> now that Blockbuster is under, I don't think I owe them any money anymore, but I probably owe them like thousands of dollars for that game. You know, <laughs> Blockbuster is an original American company. <laughs> Good. Founded Good. in July 417. <laughs> <laughs> Where are we oh, going, man. boys? Where are we going? I'm lost. Um, oh. Well, speaking of your Square Enix section, uh, you know, they did announce Kingdom Hearts 3, or I don't know if they announced it, but they showcased it because it's been announced for a while. Um, and I was really into the first two games. I, they had like 367 over 2 and all these other weird absence, Abstinence Chronicles. I don't know. They have stupid-ass names. For Abstinence Chronicles. <laughs> but uh, they, they did come out and show some more gameplay for that, which was pretty exciting. So if that came out of Square Enix, that's Square Enix no, and Disney. Yes, I do. That, that, that was fantastic. But I just I got, I got guess I was just disappointed because they, they one of the games they showcased has been released in Japan for over a year. And that was like the laziest thing they could have done. It's just, they, they just didn't, there was nothing new there. There was nothing like, hey, we're working on this. You know, I, it, the same, as they're, they're recycling old titles. I just, I yeah, just expected okay. something new. I think every, Bethesda has some new shit. Uh, a lot of the other companies had some new stuff uh, that, that was kind of exciting to watch. Even EA. But, oh, I, that was just, I thought they had the most disappointing. That was my most um, disappointing showing. I thought I thought uh, Bethesda had a pretty good showing. I mean, Fallout seventy six. Oh, yeah. Everyone was you know anticipating what that could be, um, and a lot of people were expecting uh, something with MMO qualities, and that's kind of what that ended up being. Um, they did like a less than thirty second teaser of Elder Scrolls six. Everyone's debating super where pumped. that's going to take place. How are you super pumped? You didn't even play Skyrim. No, but at least it'll have a VR port, and it'll be not. Oh, it'll, that's it'll VR. Just, it won't just uh, have no, a not initially not initially but you know they just ported five right uh it wasn't a port so they had to do uh a decent amount of development work in order to get that out so it, it's mm. 
I mean, so, I guess you could still call it a port, but there was a lot of work yeah. to done to make it a, a different experience, and it is a much different experience. And I imagine that what they're going to do is with six, they'll eventually get around to doing that as well. But it's going to be you know better quality than what they've done this time because it'll be the second go around. So well, yeah, I mean, then they already did uh, uh, Fallout Four VR, which is apparently, as far as combat and stuff goes, pretty exceptional. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's a lot of things and you know they did uh, I know they announced a, a Doom another Doom game which is cool never really got into those but they do a good job of building up towards things and like hey let's talk about this and then they keep going and I think that's all a part of uh, Todd Howard's showmanship um, and he is he he denounced which is probably the wrong word for this his uh, his phrase it just works. He's like, no, we're going to do a bunch of testing to make sure it actually works instead of, hey, this is a bug, but you can play around it. Huh. Mm-hmm. That'll well, be nice. All right. So I think I'm ready to jump straight into like my five favorite games uh, of this whole announcement. What do you guys think? Are we going to – do you want to discuss a few more things before we do that? Or I don't just... think we have anything else to discuss. I mean, I, mean, I have plenty to discuss, but that's just me because I'm the best – but here we go. The most anticipated games from E3 2018. Will, since you're jonesing. According to Will. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my, my, okay. And uh, I know you guys kind of know this about me, but maybe the, the listeners do not. I like Xbox One. I have an Xbox One, which you guys do not. But uh, I'm on that shit constantly. You also have uh, two Xboxes, don't you? Uh, we're gonna eventually release <laughs> that blooper, blooper reel. Um, so my fifth favorite uh, game is Crackdown Three. I don't know if you've really? looked into with that Terry Crews. Hell yeah! Well, yeah. I just I love the fact that you can destroy a bunch of buildings. It just looks cool. Maybe it sucks. Don't know. Whatever. My fourth is the only DLC that I chose: uh, the Sea of Thieves DLC. I played that on the Xbox with a few friends. That is way fun if you're just in the mood to just mess around. And the it's DLC really looks fun nice if you're good to, to do a lot of nothing and redundant bullshit. Dude, you get to capture Bad chickens AI. and pigs. Yep. And you, yeah, the AI that was it, super it, disappointing. It needs a lot of work, but they have said they said when they released it, it wasn't a complete game. They're going to give the DLC. Anyways. Uh, and don't even release though complete games, game companies don't release, don't release incomplete game games. Com- what the fuck are you doing? Stop. But Stop. Then they, I pay then money. You end up, me, then you end up, have you seen the water graphics in there? It's All right, anyways, pretty, yeah, but so are, oh, that was going to be a bad joke. That was going to be an insensitive joke. Please continue. <laughs> Mark. Yeah. Um, my third favorite game, even though I talked a, little, a lot of junk about them is kingdom hearts three. Uh, I, that was the best thing they, they announced, but once again, still, uh, I didn't really like their whole overall thing, but Kingdom Hearts 3, I'm pretty excited about because I played both the first two. Um, yep, they are great. Second, Fallout 76, because I'm excited to play and stream that. You might be able to see us stream that when uh, it comes out. We're thinking about uh, trying to get a game together where we can all, um, you know, do that plus selfless plug. All right. Uh, speaking of which, find us on the Danger Days on, on other uh, things. Selfless plug some more. Um, <laughs> Selfless, yeah. <laughs> Self, uh, shameless, shameless. That's what I'm. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, here we go. Number one, Anthem. Oh, boo! I'm pumped. I was a huge boo. Destiny fan before they ruined the boo. game. So, EA, how is your number promising. one game an EA game? Promising. Looks promising. Use, Just a, say it. use a bitch. 
I, EA EA took longer to uh, release it. They've finally announced that hey, we're gonna have it in early 2019. Uh, so as long as it comes out then, if they keep pushing it back, then I'm gonna I'm gonna start losing faith in the game. But I have faith that it's gonna bring back my love for Destiny type games. All right, go. Yeah, just oh. like everyone had faith for uh, Star Wars Battlefront, bringing back their oh, love oh, for God. Battlefront games. But that, oh, that was so that was so. That's bad. EA, my man. I hope it does I, understand pull that. it back because Destiny Two is just like I got to the top. Well, I don't know actually. I think it's just the games that I don't like because I got to the top and then it's just a grind fest. Yeah, and yeah. it's like, uh, but if they can make the grind fest appealing, then I'm game. Yep, these are different companies. Bungie screwed up Destiny 2 really, really bad. So, um, I but think Anthem, I, you think that that end game old? I will going. see because I'm they they've been talking a lot about the. the I, I tell you what, uh, they've been talking a lot about the. Um, Jesus, I lost. Murica, hey Ben, how about you go over your list, please? Yes, yeah. let's start from number five. Da -da -da. <laughs> Uh, number five, I put Elder Scrolls number five, six. Six. Uh, and my comment was, I've never played one of these fully, but hoping for the VR port, like we had mentioned, um, to get to play through this, uh, what I would consider a well-known series that's just everybody talks about it, and I've never fully played through one. So that's my number five. Uh, number four uh, was Skull and Bones, which looks like the Sea of Thieves, um, but for PC. More realistic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. If High it's quality. got some combat stuff that actually means things, and maybe you can get some, like that's the one thing CFTs is missing is any type of grinding material. It sucks because I can't mm -hmm. get new weapons that help me be better. Here's exactly. The thing, here's the thing with this one: Skull and Bones looks like you're in control of a ship and a crew, and you don't have individual crew members that are your friends. At least yep. as far as what I've seen. So this seems like a Sea of Thieves that I might be able to spend a little bit more time on. Because Sea of Thieves I use for a just escape. I like to just yeah. get out there and just... Yo, relax. homie, Hardy's. I've drank too much rum. Let's go ahead and play Sea of Thieves because nothing matters. <laughs> In my number three spot, I've got Pokemon Let's Go. Because this... Are you going to get gonna... a Switch for that? <laughs> wow. You know, when I was a kid, I loved the heck out of... <laughs> Uh, those Pokemon games, red and blue, and you gold. can't say shit on this podcast. And, You're and right. yellow. Oh, I yeah. can't say poop. You dumb fuck. Uh, and so the just like I like where games are going, where it just keeps getting more and more realistic. So like uh, a high quality capturing system uh, and battle and all that stuff that like feels better. Uh, I might be game for. So depending on what it looks like, uh, I could get a switch for that. Well, the cool, the coolest thing to me was that you can import in your pokemon go pokemon on that right is that the same game i didn't look that he doesn't no because he's <laughs> surface level as fuck i just i just read a few articles and picked some things he goes oh pokemon that's the one <laughs> my number two is stormland by the makers of ratchet and clank and spyro it's a virtual reality game uh you're an android gardener on an island trying to save your friends and as you go along, you're like upgrading yourself, picking up parts and replacing them. Um, you're traversing terrain, climbing cliffs, and then it's uh, just got it's your shooter with other weapons, grenades, and stuff. Um, and you're going to save your friends. So yeah. it looks like high quality shooter. Um, so I'm excited about that. That sounds hard. pretty neat. Mm-hmm. And then my top game. Can you hear that? My top <laughs> game is. Satisfactory. Satisfactory? What? 
<laughs> wait, wait, let me guess. I haven't heard of this one. It's a puzzle building game where you're trying to connect things and it's like uh, bullshit. Yeah? Close, because that's kind of what I like. <laughs> you're actually like halfway there, Tanner. This is constructing a factory game on a planet. So it looks like uh, Sky, No Man's Sky quality. Another uh, disappointment. But then you're building... Yeah. Yeah, huge disappointment. But then you're building a factory like Factorio. I don't know if you've heard of that. Um, you, you're exploring this planet. You're exploiting it, and you're taking all the resources. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you're taking all the resources, um, using it for your own to, to further uh, progress of Project Assembly, which is the company that you're working for. So it's a, literally one of those optimization and efficiency games that I just keep wanting to do better and better and better and improve, improve, improve. And it makes me so fulfilled. Nice. Well, it's cool. satisfactory. Ah, so was almost your list. Uh, and now on to my <laughs> most anticipated games from E3 2018. Uh, oddly enough, I did not include Skyrim or no, Skyrim Six. Uh, the oh, Elder Scrolls Six on mine. Hold because, on, uh, Tanner. Uh, can I can I just take a guess as to what your list has on it? Just yeah, real quick. Well, how about you let me finish a fucking sentence first? Fallout indie, 76. Indie, indie games. It's full of indie games. And Fallout, Fallout 76, 76 is number one. That's all that's on this list. Bottle go caps. Ahead. Bottle, bottle caps. America. All right. Yeah, I didn't include uh, the new Elder Scrolls because Smash I need Bros. more information. But all right, here stinky, we go. Stinky bros. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> here we go. Number five. America. Kingdom Hearts 3. Yeah. All right. Good deal. I, I want it to happen after getting like perfect and getting those, you know, extra endings on Kingdom Hearts 2. I got to see the end of it. The only problem is, is I need to get a PlayStation, I guess. Yeah. Uh, number four, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Yeah. I, of course. I love, I, I love all of them and I, yeah. I need it and I want to get a Switch. And I need to do that, I guess. You were always the bar I set when we played Smash Brothers because you were always the best. Yeah, I'll give you that. Never went went to like tournaments and stuff. I went to one. I got my ass kicked by two Pichus. Mm. I even played the shittiest character on the last one, Diddy Kong, and could not. Well, he was he was like top tier. No, um, no, no. Uh, I meant like shittiest as in so good that everybody looked down on you for playing him. That's what I meant by shittiest. Yeah, none of that actually makes sense. Uh, okay, whatever. My number three. Fallout 76. Oh, I know you think thought it was going to be higher, but I don't know how I feel. I love the single player elements of all the other Fallout games. That's what I go into them for. I always play a high charisma character and try and get in and out of situations. I was so disappointed with Fallout 4 that, uh, you know, I, I don't know what to expect. And I'm kind of excited. I w I've always wanted to play a Fallout game with my friends with you guys and stuff like that. So, you know, hopefully it'll be a good time. It'll just be a different experience. So I'm not going to look at them as if they're the same game, really, uh, just a shared universe. So I, I, I do anticipate it's going to be pretty decent, but that's high hopes. Uh, number two, Ghosts of Tsushima. Uh, it looks like the samurai game that we all want and never got. The graphics are beautiful. Uh, the fighting style, everything is just cinematic in it. Uh, no health bars or things like that. It is just about doing things and trying uh, and making it fit within the world. It, it is very, very beautiful. If you haven't seen it, uh, check out the trailer. It's all gameplay, um, so no pre-rendered stuff. Uh, that's just how it's going to look. The leaves are gorgeous. I know I'll that's a really weird thing to say. Oh, so a game that I will never, ever play. <laughs> uh, it's it's not all about a, graphics with Tanner. It's not any game. No, it's not all about graphics. It's about, it's about art style. It's about art quality. Style. It's art style. Quality. Yeah. Uh, my number one. 
Go ahead, give the drum roll, Ben. Wow, the most silent drum roll. Uh, <laughs> yep, that's just a machine gun. Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, okay. okay, it's a I, story. I he love likes, CD Projekt Red. Story. Uh, and, and I think they did a fantastic job with the Witcher series. I've read the books. Oh, it the is all very good. Um, what I'm excited about is just this changing world that that's still operating without you. The, the amount of work that they put in to have these stories just evolving as you go into different areas. And the fact that you can do them in different ways. I'm really excited uh, about this this world and I'm a huge fan of uh, cyberpunk the genre though I did just the other day see uh, Blade Runner for the first time I think I've seen most of it before uh, and I I didn't like it I've not Blade Runner the movie Blade Runner the movie no the the original it's it was weird Harrison Ford it doesn't stand up well yeah Harrison Ford uh, uh, Daryl Hannah and that blonde guy yeah, I need to go watch that. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's worth watching. The The world building is great. The effects, are st- they stand up, actually. But it's just, it's a weird film. It is the precedent that set everything up for cyberpunk uh, genre, um, which we've talked about in a previous uh, podcast. So go back and listen, whatever the fuck that one was. Uh, but that's my that's my list of games. I'm, I'm relatively excited, but I don't own the system that most of these play on. So that's money that I might have to spend. There's sure. actually only one game on my list that I could actually buy and play. The factory one? <laughs> like right now without buying a console? Uh, yes. <laughs> oh, I, all right. I'm just going to go ahead and uh, move us along here. Those were all fantastic lists. Uh, <laughs> would you guys recommend E3? <laughs> I, I actually think I want to go next year. I I think it's uh tickets early are 150. So yeah. if I just find a cheap plane, you know, for 75, 100. That would be fun. Let's Damn just back. let's just do it and podcast about it. Shit, watching, yeah, we should. Watching it online, five out of five. Actually, going uh, two out of five. Going with nose plugs, four out of five. <laughs> Don't go to Smash Brothers competition, please avoid. <laughs> I will. I will try to play most of these games and then review it next year when we do our update review on E3 from this year. Hey, P.S. Smash right. Brothers, Smash Brothers. Smash Brothers community, don't ostracize us. Uh, we're sorry, and I love you. But you do smell bad. All right, <laughs> go take a shower. Okay, so <laughs> I don't know how to transition, but we're going to the news. Bum, 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 bum. What we're gonna do here in the news today, in the newsroom, is we're gonna actually look at social media. God damn it. God damn it is right. That's what I'm talking about, Ben. So we're gonna we're gonna take a peek at the Twitter Donald Trump numbers, the stats on Twitter during E3. Oh, we got statistics. We're going with numbers. Uh, This is new and exciting. Statisticizing. Um. (laughs) So what do you what do you guys think was the highest uh, tweeted game at E3? Oh, for sure, it was. Uh, my cousin uh, Jose. <laughs> my cousin Vinny. Pedro, Pedro, you said. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the most tweeted, I think, is Fallout seventy six. Uh, good try, guys. It was Super Stinky Smash. Bros yep. Ultimate. Ah, because I that was awesome. There was a spike because Nintendo had a press conference on June twelfth. Um, coinciding with the highest spike for eight hundred and ninety thousand E three related tweets with Super Smash Bros. Or, hey, 
know. Do you guys know uh, that the the bros community is up in arms because one character wasn't included? Waluigi, I was yeah. gonna. I was, oh, are you serious? Waluigi yeah. did not make it, and, and they just keep on showing memes of Waluigi going. Meh. Has he has he ever been in? No, no. They say he everyone's here. No, he he has not been. Uh, yeah, well, they, they, he doesn't need to be. They He's have a very intense. impressive roster. It has all the characters from every previous game, as well as a few extras, including mm-hmm. the the big boss from one of the Metroid games that I can't. Ridley, Ridley, isn't it? Uh, Basically, also, a pterodactyl. Also, uh, it's not my cousin Pedro. It's my friend Pedro. So we're uh, good. My friend. I just wanted to dent him that. So, for, so uh, then there might be relationship options. If he's just your friend, you can you can relationship that. Sex. Hmm. What? Wait, wait, how did that happen? Okay, America. what do you guys think the uh, the second and third spots for games were? Kingdom Hearts 76. Winners. Kingdom Hearts and Fallout 76. It, you guys be. are actually right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it was uh, Kingdom Hearts in second and Fallout 76 in third. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that makes complete sense because uh, truthfully, just as a as a game, nobody likes EA games. Uh, unfortunately <laughs> for them, I know that chose them high, but since they did that shit with Battlefront and that, fuck the, that up. The loot boxes, man, they just they're so stupid. They just are so stupid when it comes well, to. So what? Wait, what was no, the point? Everybody with this? has everybody <laughs> has loot boxes, but I th- it was the response that they gave that just blew it all to hell, and I can't remember it exactly. Well, I thought it was more of the fact that you can't like after buying a game, it's you pay don't to win. Get, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's pay to win somebody, on top of paying for the game. Somebody had posted like they're like, "What? I don't get Darth Vader with this, 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 or like you know with the game. I don't. I have to go and grind for Darth Vader." But you and, have to grind so much. The progression, the progression system was fucking uh-huh. stupid. All right, go ahead, Ben. Yeah, but what? yeah, yeah. No, no. But then um, their response was trash and it was the most downvoted post on reddit i believe like you, oh yeah no i remember that you i remember that about, yeah, yeah. No, yeah I don't, they I don't fucked remember. up by that response it was one of those like corporate responses that was just like you, come on you could have put you could have just give, said something nice not just like america this is old news let's uh <laughs> <laughs> i i was actually interested in that tanner but okay he america <laughs> okay so what'd you guys think about uh this new take on, on the newsroom uh, completely expected. Two out of five. Oh, the whole take. Surprise! That was, that surprise! Was, that was a uh, that was a good take. The 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 transition. You didn't see it coming. The switch think, that you've done is fine. I think I actually consider Twitter to be a great news source nowadays because, in fact, I just you get it straight how, from the horse's mouth. Exactly. That's how news is conveyed. Well, <laughs> they, they actually they do a better job at streaming uh, catastrophes and things that are happening in other countries that get filtered here, and you know a spin is already put on it. It's just yep. people straight up filming stuff and showing it, and it's actually mm-hmm. I think it's it's pretty eye opening uh, comparing that to other news sources. Doesn't matter it's, what your political political uh, leaning is. Well, without getting too political with it, uh, it's kind of like the check system we always needed for the mainstream media. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's getting a little deeper than I really wanted to get with this, but you know, hmm. yeah, the greatest generation won't get this. Oh, Ben, uh, four out of five. Mm-hmm. Good job. Oh, I think as well. Yeah. I stick with my previous rating. They get twos and fours. I, I know that we are discussing, uh, news and stuff, but it's also important to remember that most of E3 and the games that we see there are made in, uh, Boo! In factories! This is, uh, I just want to note that this is 
satisfactory. Thank you. Uh, what also is satisfactory is uh, what I do here in the review factory, <laughs> where I give you the opportunity to try and figure out three different facts, mostly relating to the topic of the week. Uh, this week, of course, the topic is E3, so I'm going to be asking you things and giving you information about that. Are you guys prepared? No. Okay. After that cringy uh, segue. <laughs> Look, things can only get better, friend. Let's True. do this. Uh, Let's go, America. So this week, your topics are nets, fields, and tape. What? What are these topics? Uh, uh, fields. <laughs> All right. But I, I'm just waiting to see what this is. Rocket was. League. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes, everything's about Rocket League, which is like a five-year-old game. Good job. Uh, no, fields. How many U.S. football fields would the meeting rooms and exhibits? Bleh, how many U.S. football fields? No, stop, stop laughing. Shh. How many U.S. football fields would the meeting rooms and exhibits at E3 fill? Fortnite. Go, what? No, that's a number. You have to give me a number. If you could take your brain. Seven fortnights. Oh, Jesus. I wish I knew. They're probably using like several different hotels, just like, you know, any other big convention. So I'm going to say 12. Okay. So Will says, I guess 14. Seven. Fortnite. Seven. A fortnight Fortnite is, is what, two a, weeks, a week? right? Seven. Two Answer weeks. seven. Okay. Well, you're actually rather close, Will. The meeting rooms and exhibit spaces at E3 could fill nearly eight U.S. football fields, approximately 34 Olympic-sized swimming pools, or more than seven White Houses. That's uh, seven Trumps. That sounds amazing. I don't think anything could fill seven Trumps. That is a gaping personality. He's got a huge... Bazinga! America. Okay. <laughs> uh, so now you have left Nets and Tape. Nets. All right. How much do the Ethernet cables used at E3 weigh in total? <laughs> I tried. I tried. I like that. Uh, I could not. Sorry. Uh, it weigh, I think it weigh. It weighs as much as. Everybody's <laughs> voice cracking. Uh, I think it weighs as much as the Super Smash Brothers community. Uh, maybe. <laughs> Damn. Maybe. Uh, let's just give a random guess. Uh, 5,000 pounds. <laughs> All right. In total, the cables at E3 weigh more than two tons. The, yeah. The Ethernet cables used at E3 could stretch from Los Angeles to Salt Lake City, from New York to Chicago, from Denver to Dallas, or from Madrid to Paris. Oh. I didn't know a ton was 2,000 pounds. Yeah, yes. so you're pretty close. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. You said two and a half pounds. You said 5,000, so it was 4,000. So I'm. Wait, did you say over two tons? Yeah, over two tons. They don't sit there and weigh all that kind of stuff. So, well, they just count them up and multiply. Yeah, Yeah. it's it's estimates. Everything's an estimate, man. That's just what life is. All right. It probably was 5,000. Yep, it was 5,000 pounds exactly. I know it was. There you go. It's canon now. Uh, the only thing you have, uh, you guys have left is tape. And if you're prepared for it, here we go. How much duct tape does E3 use? Uh, this is a trick question. They use painter's tape because they're cheap. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> duct tape, they use, 12, well, they got to tape down all the wires, right? And shit like 12, that. 12,000 rolls of duct tape. How many rolls, Tanner? Uh, give it to me in miles. How many miles of tape? Yeah. Um, three earth lengths. Um, three diameters of earth. 
24,000 miles. Boy, you're stupid. Just like really dumb. (laughs) So mine was 20. So an earth is 7,917.5 miles times three, 21. Oh, so you are also really dumb. (laughs) 24,000 miles. Uh, Okay, I'll give it to you in real miles. It's at least... 176,000. All right, just go. Can you actually give it like fake miles? I mean, what the fuck's a fake mile, Will? All right. Five miles. Guys, five miles of tape is used by the LACC's electrician. Uh, They use nearly 10 miles of extension cords at E3 and nearly five miles of duct tape to secure the cords to the floor. Obviously, they don't wrap things like I wrap them. (laughs) Will going... With the duct tape. The, I'm no, I don't think it's a continuous string. They just tape, move a bit, tape, yeah. move a bit, tape. How many? Yeah, that's true. How yeah, many? I, uh, tape, move, tape, move, tape, move. You know. No, I'm pretty can, sure you just do one long strip. It's probably, yeah, just probably your method. So, how many rolls was that? Do we know, or was that just? Oh, how I don't. Many I don't know. Miles? It's five, five miles. It's twenty-four you, you can do the math. Miles. Let's do a common one Let's roll. America. Hey guys, all these facts today uh, come from the Entertainment Software Association. So, I'd like to thank them for their uh, participation. Thank you. Uh, I'm in our podcast. <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to give your rate. I'm going to give your uh, topics and your uh, five. One out of five. Screw it. I don't. I, I, what? Uh, three out of five. Delicious. Man, I, I thought you guys would have enjoyed this a lot more. They aren't just directly game related. They were fun, and I hate both of you. I don't know why I do this. Uh, can we go? Yeah. Next year's uh, next year's E three is in Amazon. Well, we have moved the length of masking tape it takes uh, to use at E3, 24,000 miles, all the way to the Amazon, uh, where I have found a product that has relation to E3 Ooh. on Amazon that you can go by. We might may or may not link it to the Twitter, according to how we feel. Um, but I, I found a review of this product. I'm going to get Tanner and Ben to guess that product, and they're going to give me a review of that review of this product that I found in all the sense. Yes. All right. So today's product is brought to you by username Katrina and it is a verified purchase bum bum the uh, title of this review is but I'm glad I ordered I was a little hesitant to buy these considering they were so cheap and had some mixed reviews but I'm glad I ordered super excited to give these to my boyfriend for Valentine he loves Spider-Man they look great, and the silver does look better than I had expected. Very classy. These were supposed to come in on Friday, but they came in on Thursday. I was very happy to receive them in such good condition. Tell me, guys, what is this product? All right, Ben. Once again, let's break this down. Video game related. Spider-Man controller? I don't know, maybe. Uh, there's a new Spider-Man Boy- game coming out. Yes, it's Spider-Man's boyfriend. Mm. That's exactly exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. So it's I'm thinking it's a peripheral because it's them they the the pronouns used don't make me think it's a video game. I'm gonna say they are uh, uh, t- uh, haptic response gaming gloves that look like uh, Spider Man uh, gloves. Nice. Mm-hmm. I do think they're wearable. Yeah. Um, and for Spider Man, you would have either the suit or. Something shooting the web. Damn it. Every time Tanner says something, I think it's right. 
and it never is. It really, legitimately, it never I will is. tell you one thing. It's not, not correct. Yeah, it's could not you, Could you repeat plus. real fast? Just blah, blah, blah. I was a little hesitant to buy these considering they were so cheap and had some mixed reviews, but I'm glad I ordered. Super excited to give this to my boyfriend for Valentine's. He loves Spider-Man. They look great, and the silver ones look better than I had expected. Very classy. They were supposed to come in on Friday, but came in on Thursday. I was very happy to have received them in such good condition. <laughs> I think when you buy things for your boyfriend, it's going to be something really sexy. Undies. Very classy. Okay. I'm going to give you guys a one hint. It is $13.99. That is the cost of the product. Try again. Spider-Man web shooters. Spider-Man headset. All right. No, you guys were on the correct track. It is wearable, but these are actually Spider-Man cufflinks. You know, so, I was actually thinking wow, cufflinks, but how the fuck do cufflinks it. relate to video games? And you the better reason, not tell me about Activision Spider-Man game that's coming out because you's a dumb bitch. Yes, the reason is that Marvel Spider-Man action adventure game from Activision got won the best action slash adventure game at E3. You know what? I can't wait for a VR Spider-Man game. Fuck yes. Hey, look, to, to be fair to my... Think about motion sickness. I want to be fair to myself. If I would have given you a video game product, you would have when come are up you with not videos. fair to yourself? Like, the only person you really care about is you, America. This is getting too deep for even me. Hey, <laughs> Will, Will, that was a product. It didn't even... Zero out of five. Fuck you. Very classy. Wow. Three out of five, Will. Well, my feelings are sufficiently hurt. Thank you, Tanner. I don't know how I feel about your personal emotions rapidly declining. But speaking of rapid, it's time for the rapid fire round. Fuck, I, I forgot to explain it. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to explain this right now. The rapid fire round is the segment in which I will give the two of you things that you have to define for me. I'm going to rate your definitions, and then you're going to try and guess how they all relate together. Might be video games, might not be. I don't know. Could have been a hint earlier on in the episode. So let's begin this. Once again, I will say the rapid fire round. Ben. George Michael. George Michael. George Michael. He says his name so often that he begins to believe... He's George Michael. He's George, George Michael. George Michael. Two out of five. Will. Pharrell Williams. Pharrell Williams. Because I'm Pharrell happy. Zero out of five. I fucking hate your puns. This isn't <laughs> happening. Looks like a song called Happy. I <laughs> All right. Ben. Norman Rockwell. Norman Rockwell is the creator of the very first uh, washing machine. The, the Rockwell washer. Hey, that sounds really cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, I had to finish it for you. So if it was just you, four out of five, but because I had to pop in there, two out of five. <laughs> Will. Emmanuel Lutz. Z. Lutz. So the other day I read Emmanuel. <laughs> About what? <laughs> About uh, how to get loot. Real bad. Negative one out of five. <laughs> Your <laughs> scorch is dropping. Uh, ben, Braveheart. Braveheart, an original movie about a man and his love of duct tape. Are you just trying to connect the things that I said earlier to the things that I'm saying now? Should I not? Zero out of five. Thank you. Uh, Will, the Hunger Games trilogy. Oh, yeah. Th that was that one series of movies where the people in it were sitting at the table, never brought them food. <laughs> five out of five. I'm good with that one. All right. Do you guys have a guess? Uh, movies that were turned into video games? 
Yes, Norman Rockwell is a movie, yeah. so is George Pharrell Michael Williams. and Pharrell Williams. Yeah. Hey, you haven't seen those movies? <laughs> <laughs> and played those games? No. Who was the first one again? Because you did George people, Michael. And then you also did, you did musicians, and then you also did movies. Everything yeah. so like in the, life the, is about critical thinking. All right, yeah, no, I have I have no clue, but I'm going to say um, these are all examples of things that suck. All right. Uh, <laughs> wow. A lot of these deal with like American uh, importance. Um, so Martin Luther King Jr. Duct tape. This no longer sucks. <laughs> Give us, uh, what was the other one? Uh, Abraham Lincoln. Duct tape. Uh, beard and top hat. Uh, these are iconic things throughout American history that have been placed in video games. Bra- Braveheart, though, is not American ah, history. Braveheart's not American yeah. history. Yeah, when he- oh, famous things that showed up in uh, oh, shit. no, no, that wouldn't be it. I was gonna I've- say famous things that showed up in Assassin's Creed games, but then- <laughs> uh- do if it's going to relate to E3, I honestly, well, no, I'm it just going to get It might not. It's, uh, E3. it's famous. Well, those are very American mm-hmm. and they solved really big issues. Mm-hmm. But I don't think the Hunger Games ever solved. I think George Michael ever solved an issue. Yeah. George Michael solved a lot of female issues. He did. He did. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He, he did inspire Wham. Ooh, Wham. Uh, no, he was in Wham. I know he was uh, Wham. So, so he, he was Wham. Wham. No, <laughs> he was. Uh, Wham. Oh, right, these, yeah. are, these are things with very good soundtracks. Uh, I don't think Norman Rockwell had a soundtrack. He was a painter. These um, are these have all had animated series. They've all participated in animated series. Uh, no, <laughs> Abraham Lincoln starred in the voice of Jafar. Yeah. Uh, here you go, guys. I'm going to start giving you some relationships here. George Michael had a song. It was called. Freedom. Happy. Pharrell Williams had a song. It was called Freedom. Uh, Norman Rockwell had a painting called Four Freedoms. Emmanuel Lutz had uh, a painting called Washington Crossing the Delaware. Eh, Ding, ding, ding. Braveheart was a movie about revolution. The Hunger Games was also a movie about revolution. I got a a question. How does this relate to E3? It doesn't, which is what I said basically at the beginning of this. (laughs) I said it may or may not relate to E3. Uh, give me freedom or give me death. That's what he said at the beginning. Uh, oh, man, I don't know who won this one. Bins were better, but Will was less dumb. Also, my last answer gave me a five out of five, which was more than Ben's first two combined. Ben, you're hosting next week. Woo! We didn't cycle through. Uh, we broke the cycle. Oh, we did. Break the cycle. I think I've done it a lot more than you guys have. You probably have, but you know what I've done the most of all? The conclusion to every episode, which I'm starting right now. Thank you all for listening. I thoroughly enjoyed this Freedom Day episode that really had almost nothing to do with freedom, uh, but mostly things to do with the freedom that you have as an American to play video games all damn day. Uh, So next week, we'll be discussing a brand new topic, which we will announce on Twitter. Stay tuned for that at Doomcasters to try and see what we're going to do next. It's great. Oh, you didn't give me a chance to. uh... I didn't. I didn't give you a chance. I'm fine with not giving you any more chances. I already gave you the win. That is fine by me. Fair enough. Check us out on Twitch at uh, the Hungry Table. Uh, Where are we going to stream D&D? It's great. Yep. Uh, But also not that Uh, we're at the Danger Days on pretty much everything you can find us with that but please watch please listen thank you all for being here guys do our opinions matter no no america thanks for listening
Do Our Opinions Matter is a product of our individual stupidity. Consider supporting us with a review.